You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters with me your host mikey manfredi and joining me as per usual is my co-host zach batista zach how are you doing my man i'm doing great it's getting really cold out though in new jersey though oh i'm loving it i'm loving the cold it's the best (sighs) oh it's so nice it's getting so cold i can wear hoodies again i can wear my (laughs) i can wear my uh my jean jacket with all my buttons on it i'm so excited I can, finally, I can finally show off my glow-in-the-dark Darby Allen button. Oh, you ha- oh, I need to see that one of these days. Oh, it's so sick. It's probably... It's so, so sick. It's just like Darby Allen's face, but the uh, the skeleton half glows in the dark. Oh, that's so... That's cool. Yo, it's dope as hell. Love that. Uh, other than that, not a whole lot. A lot of work. Just prepping. Some hobbies in the background, mainly D&D. Ooh, D&D. D&D is popping off. I had to leave early last session, and I'm a little bummed about it. Oh, uh, you will be but when like, I tell you after the show what happened after I'm, the fact. I'm so annoyed that all of my major life events keep happening on the day we play D&D. Uh, it's, honestly, it's really unfortunate, and me and the other guys had a discussion about how unfortunate it was that you had to, each session you missed, something related to what you, your character happened that I was like, damn! Yeah. Really I bet, wish you uh, was literally, literally, I think I missed, like... I, I missed, like, two and a half out of the last, like, four sessions or something like that. It's, st- it's dumb. You, but hopefully I'll be able to get back on track. And hopefully no more major life events happen on uh, the no Weddings, but... birthdays. Yeah. Uh, on a Sunday. Yeah, right? It's crazy. Anyway, we're not here to talk about D&D. We are here to talk about wrestling. Yeah, baby. And, and the indie scene, those indie waters where we go to get treasures every week to bring to you. For, for your pleasure and our review. So, Zach, let's get right into it. Do you remember who started off last week? I did. All right, then I will kick us off this week uh, with a match from Beyond Wrestling. Uh, I figured recently we did a Beyond Wrestling match with uh, none other than John Silver. Uh, so I figured, yeah, I figured, why don't we... Why don't we get to what, get to his partner here, Alex Reynolds? So we have Alex Reynolds taking on uh, someone – I think some would call her pretty legit uh, – <laughs> taking on legit Layla Hirsch in a one-on-one match at Beyond Wrestling. This match was really good. Ooh. I really liked it a lot. Uh, these two <laughs> these two had like – it was like a 10-minute match, mm-hmm. but boy, did they kick the hell out of each other. Oh, Literally, man. like Love right it. in the beginning – uh, Hirsch, Hirsch, like, trips up Reynolds and, like, mm-hmm. gets all big and, like, intimidates him. It's really, really great. And then <laughs> there's a point where uh, she throws him off the ropes and she, little short Layla Hirsch, 
versus super tall Alex Reynolds, right? Mm-hmm. Layla Hirsch hits Alex Reynolds with a pop-up Samoan drop. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. She gets him up, and she's like, whoop, bam, and the crowd went nuts. <laughs> I'm good. I, I love you, Samoan Hirsch. Yeah. He's uh, that, great. That made Reynolds roll himself out of the ring. Hirsch goes for a suicide dive, which Reynolds catches her and gives her a Ooh. big scoop slam right on the right on the outside on the wooden floor. Mm-hmm. Which looked rough, bro. Ugh, sounds rough. It did. It sounded like it just sounded like just. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that sounded great on the mic. <laughs> uh, but her th- this this match is uh, very back and forth. It's a lot of offense from both people, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. There's like because there's no time for them to really like stop, you know. Mm-hmm. These two just went and went and went for like ten solid minutes, and it was just good gotcha. wrestling. There was this one huge sequence that Hirsch did that like really really impressed me. Mm-hmm. She start her, I think Reynolds is like picking her up from the ground, and she pops out of it, kicks his knee out, knocks him to Ooh. all fours, backs up, hits him with a giant just knee to the face that sounded like mm-hmm. he just like broke every bone in his jaw. And Ooh. Then, <laughs> And then he backs up into the ropes. She bounces. You know, you know when – so he's leaning on the ropes between the two turnbuckles. Okay. But Hirsch doesn't bounce off of the ropes behind her. She bounces off of the side ropes and hits him like and, like, Ooh. drive-bys him, right? Okay. She does that with an elbow, and she goes off the other side, comes back with a bic- drive-by bicycle kick. Ooh. And, which turns Alex Reynolds around. She hits him with a German – Mm-hmm. He rolls. He roll. He does like the backwards roll. Gets on his feet, and then Hurst just turns him inside out with a lariat. <laughs> Ooh, love making meaty lariat. And then he kicks out. <laughs> oh my god, dude! This sequence was insane. It was buttery. When I say buttery smooth, it was liter. It was so slick, dude. It was awesome. It was. It went so well. Like mm. everything just looked like it hit so hard. It looked. Every move just flowed into the neck so, so well, and it looked amazing. Mm. I mean, that's, that's all you can ask for with wrestling, just buttery smooth. It was. It was super It was super smooth. Uh, but then but afterwards, toast. afterwards, Layla goes for another Irish whip move to which uh, Reynolds uh, catches her, picks her up, and power bombs her. Goes mm. for the pin. She kicks out. Then he grabs her legs, puts her in a figure four. She's struggling in this figure four. But, and mm-hmm. the crowd, the crowd starts chanting, don't tap out, don't tap out, don't tap out. Uh, and then Layla, like, crawls to the bottom rope and gets literally just her middle finger on it <laughs> to, to, get the, to get the rope break. That's literally funny. just, like, the tip of her finger gets there. And, the, refs, and the ref gets the rope break. It's crazy. Uh, and then Reynolds starts setting up for his finisher. But then we get an interference from oh. John Silver. Oh, really? Who runs to the apron jumps on the apron and Reynolds goes after him. Mm. Uh, Reynolds goes after him and he jumps down and with a distraction that lets Layla Hirsch hit a big uh, hit a big German and then get up on the top rope and hit her moonsault and mm-hmm. get the one two three on Alex Reynolds with with a little bit of help from John Silver. So huh. Layla Hirsch ends up winning this match against Alex Reynolds. This match was great. I I thought these two killed it. Like I said, that though that one sequence was buttery, buttery smooth. Mm-hmm. These two kicked the absolute crap out of each other, and just killed it. I really liked it. Um, I'm gonna give it a high bet. 
it, it, it didn't break that markout threshold for me, but it was still very good, and I still really liked it. Two awesome competitors. They both were uh, really great in this match. Mm. Uh, Alex Reynolds was especially great at just being the asshole in this match. That's one of the reasons probably why uh, him and Silvers are so good as a tag team. Yeah. Obnoxious uh, Reynolds assholes. did a great job being the asshole. There was one point where, like, he tripped up Layla mm-hmm. or, like, or, like hit her with a slam that landed her, like, on like face down on the floor. Yeah. And then he just walks across her back <laughs> and, like, shows off to the crowd. He, he mm. was he was just being such a good ass in this match, and it was it, it really it really helped the match flow a little bit more, you know. And, gotcha. Uh, it helped helped me wanted to, it helped me wanted to root for Layla a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really liked it. High math for me. No right. no complaint. No no really big complaints here, except that I wish it was longer. Fair enough. Some those are uh, those are valid complaints. Yeah. Whew. Well, going off of that, my first match for this week was. Max the Impaler versus Heidi Katrina from AIWF Wrestling. Max the Impaler, what a name. I know. Actually, I won't lie. The reason why I picked this match was just because I saw Max's name and her appearance, and I was like, okay, I'm like, even if this match isn't that great, I still want to watch it. Fair. So, by the way, before I forget, this match is actually for the AIWF Women's Championship. Ooh, all right. And, uh... If you haven't seen Max the Impaler, I, if the best way I could describe it for you is it's like something out of Mad Max Fury Road. Her hair is oh, yeah? all on the braid. She's got tattoos all over her. It's just, it That's looks dope. great. I love That's the look. That's so sick. And uh, Heidi Katrina's like, she's, I mean, she doesn't have as much going on as Max did. Strong scene in the usual. I think she was mm-hmm. British, if I recall correctly. And she's done some Joshi stuff, I think. I can't remember exactly. It's been a bit since I've watched this. So straight off the bat, you could tell that um, Katrina really is very confident in herself. So much so that the wrestling only really starts once uh, her and Max get into like a test of strength. I know, I know. She shoves Max like one of those like cocky, like puts her hands right to her chest and just like very slowly pushes her away. And Max just mm-hmm. walks up and shoves her to the ground. To which then okay. that's when she's like, all right, all right. Then maybe this will be worse than actual wrestling. So then they start to... <laughs> Do a little back and forth. We start, Katrina starts working Max. I don't know why I found that so funny. Just like, you know what? This might be worth some wrestling. <laughs> this wrestling match might be worth some wrestling. <laughs> oh, man. So um, they start to go. Uh, it's a bit more chain wrestling with, Ma- with Katrina getting on top, working over Max's arms for a bit before she then hits her with a nice sequence in which she uh, hurricane Rana's Max. Which causes her to uh, fall over into the term into the uh, the turn the uh, corner. Max then hits her with a series of running strikes in the corner, which I believe is like a running forearm, a running like it's just a spear, like a variety of moves until eventually one of them knocks Max where she's now sitting on the ground in the corner, right? Mm-hmm. And then she walks up and she just kind of slaps Max in the face, like just stops her and just slaps her in the face, which only Yikes. pisses her off more. Yeah, I bet. So she <laughs> then gets up and. I believe if the next thing I've written here is that Katrina then grabbed Max by her hair and kind of yanked it between the top and middle rope. Like, oh. she kind of pulled the hair up by the rope. And the refs, the refs kind of like, what the hell are you doing? Like, get get her off. And she's like, oh, no, it's fine. And then Max doesn't really sell it that much. because <laughs> Oh, no, it's fine. Head. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's like, ah, she's like, fine. Let's it go. Max doesn't really sell it a lot. And she just kind of starts her offense by throwing her into the corner. And then hits her with a series of running splashes before then uh, doing what is kind of like a running, a jumping lariat, 
Where it kind of looks like she's going to spear her, but then she jumps up and just hits her and just... She just knocks her over. Looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Katrina then at this point goes to the outside and does the classic heel where she just kind of walks around and takes a walk around the ring. It is at this point, by the way, the announcers tell me that in listen, this promotion... Listen, you got to get your energy back. Wrestlers have to the count of 20 to get back into the ring. Oh, nice. It's like a New Japan thing. Yes, so Katrina's out in the ring, out there for a while. I think at one point she walks over to the announcer's desk, steals his water, takes a sip of it. Max gets impatient, goes to get her back in the ring. She then, like, spits it in her face. Ooh, never go after a heel with water in their mouth. Yeah, exactly. Katrina then gets a bit more of offense in where she tries to, like, capitalize on this, but Max then eventually knocks her off, starts beating her down. She then gets her on the floor, and as she's about to... As she's going to hit her in the face, like, with her forearm, she then just takes the water bottle, which is still in her hand, and she just th- hits her in the head with it. Bam. Don't know why the ref didn't disqualify her for that, but, you know, I was fine with it. Referee discretion, baby. So, <laughs> Max somehow still comes out on top of this, though, and throws Katrina into the ring apron. Okay. But then, <laughs> as she throws her into it, she slips on the water that was spilled beforehand. She doesn't fall, like, completely, but you could tell that she slipped on it. And oh, I was I like, well, I'm, like, I'm glad you didn't completely was, fall on that. Was it, some, was it like, a cell slip, or did she, no. like, actually, like, go, No, like, I think whoa. she legitimately, like, slipped and caught herself by, cause of the, because of the water. Because she, when she spit at her, she spit towards the ring. So I assume that when she also hit her in the head with the bottle, it just kind of spilled water. Interesting. However, she still stayed in control and eventually threw throws Katrina back into the ring. Katrina then, I have it that she, uh, I think she headbutts her as she gets into the ring and then hits her with a, a guillotine leg drop once Max gets stunned on the rope. Like, she gets stunned and falls into the middle rope, but she's, like, draped over it. Mm. And then Katrina hits her with a leg drop. She doesn't get a pin from that, though. Mm. Max actually is the first one up here, which I was like, I don't know how you're already the first one up, but okay. As how are you on your to... feet? Exactly. The be- the moral of this is, like, Max is kind of, like, the best legacy grab is the Terminator. And that... <laughs> She didn't sell as much as I wished, and she got up a lot faster than I thought she would, but still, she was still good. I liked mm-hmm. it. The two then start to beat each other down before Max eventually hits Katrina with a Samoan drop, but she still can't put her away. She then goes for her... Uh, she then does, like, a war cry and goes for a spear on Katrina, but Katrina sidesteps her and throws her into the post. Witness me! Pretty much, yeah. It's not as bad as the Ricky Stark sell from a while ago, which I, this is an older joke at this point now, but uh, if you ever want to see someone sell a post, getting thrown into the post, do Ricky Starks versus Effie, and you'll see someone almost kill themselves. Oh, yeah. But besides the point, Katrina then transitions into a roll-off, which doesn't get the pin, and then as Max gets up, Katrina then hits her with a stunner, followed up into a leg drop combo for the Jesus. win. Awesome. Uh, I this the- match sounds like it was really good. I say that, but, like, there was really nothing that was special in terms of this match of the wrestling, and there was never really a point in this match where I really felt into it. Mm-hmm. And it's for this reason that I gotta give it a miss out. Oh, it's bummer. a shame, because, like, I, w- I, want the, I wanted this match to be better, and it just, I didn't get what I want, I, like, I didn't really get anything from it that I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Like, I would recommend someone watch it, and, like, you'd have a good, like, I'd have a bad time, I just... Uh, I didn't have as good of a time as I was hoping I would, I guess. That's ah, a bummer. It's a bummer. But you know, but... these, things, these things happen. Exactly. It's what, what are you going to do? We're here to give honest reviews. Yep. But I'm sure I'm sure both of these wrestlers have had amazing matches. Awesome of course. Matches somewhere else. But we just... Listen, we're here to give honest reviews. Mm-hmm. These are... 
we but but we respect everybody who's of course. in these matches, obviously. No now, no no harm here. Exactly. Now I'm you've got me excited for this because you didn't tell me what this was, but you said this was gonna be good, so I'm rubbing my hands together, you can't hear it. I don't know. Let's get into this match. My second match of the day is a match from World Series Wrestling. Okay. Stay for me. We have a returning on the show, Robbie Eagles. Uh, if you remember a couple weeks ago, we had Robbie Eagles versus Marcius Pitt, which uh, was yes. a great match. The match where I, for some reason, gave it a meh, and then as I was describing it, I was like, why did I give this this grade? And I, As you were describing it, you were marking out. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand what happened. So we had Robbie Eagles versus Marcius Pitt, which was a uh, an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided to dip back into the Robbie Eagles uh, well. And we have Robbie Eagles taking on Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, Zack Sabre Jr. I love Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, he, he seems like it's su- it's such your type of wrestling. Oh yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. For me, I was I'm so I'm surprised I like this match as much as I did because for me, Zack Sabre Jr. is the exact thing of wrestling that I don't like watching. <laughs> technical, like a lot of technical, a lot of groundwork, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, a lot of submission holds. So it's like the part of wrestling I don't like is as like I don't like that much. Exactly. However, yes. this match was awesome. Nice. Uh, these two absolutely gave it to each other. They went in. This match was fifteen minutes. This match was I think like fifteen or sixteen minutes long. Mm-hmm. But boy, howdy, did it feel like a half hour banger? Damn. Uh these two kick the shit out of each other man uh lots of groundwork of course but you know what else can you expect from a, Z- a zsj match of course uh he's gonna do a lot of groundwork a lot of submissions a lot of technical stuff mm-hmm. there's some but robbie eagles gives it right back to him hits him with some great reversals get a lot of cool escapes from his submission holds uh and they're really they're like you could tell they're like very evenly matched these two it feels like i like it uh, it, it's so crazy too because Robbie Eagles is playing the underdog here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 if like it very much. There's no commentary, but you can definitely feel like the vibe okay. of like Robbie Eagles playing like the scrappy underdog. But it really felt like these two were just like on an even playing field because a lot of things Zach did, Robbie had a counter for. Oh, okay. It looks like it looks like he did his homework. You know, love when wrestlers do that. Yeah. Uh, it these two this match played to both of their strengths so mm-hmm. well. It really showed off how good of a technical wrestler and how good of a submission artist Zack Sabre Jr. is. Mm. And also, it showed how much of just a speed demon uh, Robbie Eagles is. Oh, yeah. I know, like, uh, like maybe like halfway into this match, it, I realized that this is a match of two people with very unique wrestling styles going at each other oh yeah so it leads to some super unique moments and super cool reversals and super cool just transitions from spot to spot stuff like that that's what we like to hear uh there was this one really sick spot that i loved so much it was uh eagles eagles yeah eagles throw like irish whips uh zach saber jr into the ropes Mm -hmm. zach comes back he does the drop down zach bounces back as he's doing the leapfrog, yeah, 
uh, Saber Jr. slides under Robbie Eagles' leapfrog, and while Robbie is still in midair, Zack Saber Jr. picks his leg out, knocks him to the ground, and gets him in a leg lock. Ooh. It was wild, dude. Love that. Literally, like, literally, like all while he's in the air, Zack Saber Jr. ZS, I'm just going to call him ZSJ from now on. It's way easier. Mm-hmm. ZSJ slides under Robbie Eagles and picks his legs out and just not, just takes him out right out of the sky. Love it. And gets him right into a submission hold working on his legs, which is so, so – it's such a good, like, little story bit because it's like you see this guy flying and what does he do? Right after the legs. Immediately. It, just, it, it, it really sells the fact that, Z, that ZSJ is, like, is smart about where he attacks. Oh, yeah. There was an insane transition – uh, with, with that, with this later, where ZSJ has Eagles in like a an ankle lock, mm-hmm. and then as ZS as Eagles is like trying to get up, you know how like they crawl when they're in an ankle lock to get to the ropes. Yeah. Uh, ZSJ notices him crawling to the ropes, and then he just he just like has his ankle still, but then he grabs him and picks him up while his ankle is still like in his hand and hits him with a German. Ah. Uh- <laughs> Like, oh, I'm sorry. Where do you think you're going? He's like, where are you going? Nope. And just throws him. I was like, oh, my God. Smash sounds awesome. It is. Smash was so cool. Um, it's so It was just so sick to watch both of their movesets just collide like this. Because both, they both have such unique styles and such – and they're so vastly different that these two clashing just made for, like, one of the most bonkers matches I've ever seen. All right. So there's this one – sequence in this match trust me when you get to it you'll know what i'm talking about it's around like the 14 and a half minute mark okay these two (laughs) do one of the craziest sequences i've ever seen i literally can't even like i cannot audibly describe this to you you have to watch it (laughs) keep that in mind like it's one of those things like listeners I'm so sorry, but there is no way for me to accurately describe what is happening in this ring without sounding like a complete idiot. So, if you want to go see this sequence, go watch this match. It's around, like, the 14 and 35-ish mark, I think, it, it like, starts. Uh, or 14.30, mm. somewhere around there. But it's nutty. Like, these two just... It, it's it's insane. It's What these two do in this in this ring is is crazy to me. But the good match does have to come to an end. So. Unfortunately. Uh, in the end, Zack Sabre Jr. does end up winning this match via submission. He gets he gets Eagles into one of his, like, signature moves. I don't remember what it's called. It's almost It almost looked like the uh, – remember the AJ Lee used to do the Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah, it looked like that. I don't know what that's oh, – I don't know okay. what that's actually called because I always call it the Black Widow, but I know it's something different. I got what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but he, he gets he gets Eagles in one of those and takes him to the ground and Eagles ends up tapping out to it and uh, that's how the match ends. But oh boy, this match was what a, a match. wild ride, dude. I loved it. I was so so into it. Uh, these two put everything on the table. Uh, is easy. It's an easy mark out for me. Mm, that's good. Oof. Easy. Oh, like man. like they're like it's like it's it's a mark out and it's like not remotely close. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, <laughs> not even contested at all. No, just like, like there's no for me. For me at least, I don't know how you're. I don't. I, okay, spoiler alert. You're watching this for the double down. Yes, I'm glad to hear it. But spoiler That's... alert. But like to me, 
after I get your opinion, like your opinions obviously could be very different, which, hey, everybody has their own opinions. But for me, this match was absolutely undisputedly a mark out. Like there, it, like not like no competition. Like there was no, I, like as soon as the match, as soon as this match ended, that feeling was there. You know, that, that feeling when you yeah. just watch the mark out match, I had that feeling. So like there was, as soon as it ended, I was like, mark out done. Like I called mm-hmm. it immediately. There was no Me. thought. Just like you could, there was a button. There was a button that said "Marco." You start tapping it just repeatedly. Yeah, just, just like check the Marco. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that. I, that was definitely an awesome, awesome match. Go check that out from World Series Wrestling: Robbie Eagles versus Zack Saber Jr. Free on YouTube. This is like a pay per view level match, and it's just free on YouTube. Go watch it. Ah. Uh. All right. Well, Zach, what is your next match you brought to the table, buddy? All right, here. Let me see. Uh, Going through my notes for a split second. Ah, yes. The last match I have for this week is Stefan Bonner versus Logan Dreams at Black Label Pro. Ooh, Black Label Pro. We know know that. I specifically picked this because Black Label Pro, if you haven't listened to, I I, I always bring up the collective because I had such a good time, and I saw so many good independent wrestlers there. They were the show was, that almost agreed put on an amazing show considering how cursed their goddamn show was. Yeah, what was it? Eight wrestlers yep. backed out of the show, and they still put and, on a, an amazing show. Like, it was a, it was sick. It was awesome. We saw, what, Leila Hurst, Jocks Alexander. We saw Fatal 4-Way with Jake Ooh, Something, so uh, Ethan Page. Uh, it was just so good. That that whole that whole paper, yeah. that whole uh, pa- I guess paper. I guess it was a pay per view. Uh, that mm-hmm. was that was sick. That event ruled. Oh yeah. So match starts off with uh, Logan James, who is being a cocky heel here, saying he's going to knock his opponent out, and that when he does, he wants the crowd to chant his name. Oof. And I didn't know who Stephen Bonner was before this match. Okay. Only for them to to for the announcers to kindly tell me. That Bonner is, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, is a UFC Hall of Famer. Oh, really? And as I looked it up, he got into pro res- uh, independent pro wrestling in, I believe it was 2017, some, no, it might have been 2019, one of those. He got into indie, independent wrestling. Interesting. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, ah, oh, I see. I'm like, he's saying he's going to knock out the UFC, the, uh, the cage fighter. I'm like, okay. Makes I'm sense. Like, I- I'm down to see what this goes. So the, the match starts off, and James is just being a chicken hit chicken shit heel yeah. taunting him running away taking cheap shots at him whenever he can using the ref yeah of course all nine yards uh let's see bonner then uh starts to dominate him for a bit he even does the bit where when he knocks him to the ground as the ref's counting he lifts his head up and does like that no 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 we're no, not, we're not, we're not done losing yet. that easily he's like you're, you're gonna talk shit you're gonna get hit yeah i like it i like that coming from i like that coming from the face and eventually <laughs> So, the thing is, James the whole time keeps doing his shenanigans of, like, you know, whenever he gets Bonner in, like, a submission, like, he, like, if he gets him in a submission, he goes for the ropes. If he's in the ropes, like, if he has him in a hold, he, like, rakes his eyes, just all that. Mm -hmm. And eventually, Bonner gets fed up with the ref, allowing him to keep his his shenanigans because James is, you know, basically doing his shenanigan heel stick on him, right? Mm -hmm. And it was with this moment that he's able to retake control with a double stomp to his chest, actually. And then there's this amusing segment where, as James in control, he tries to chop Bonner, right? Mm-hmm. But instead hurts himself, and Bonner <laughs> doesn't even sell it, and he just looks at him like, what the fuck I you I love doing? that. Like, iron And he, chest. like, hits him. 
He hits him harder. It hurts his hand again. He's like, ah. It's like it's like in a movie where like it's like in like one of those like uh like one of like the robot movies where like the idiot like tries to like punch a robot and it's like ah exactly oh man so then Bonner eventually uh, I believe he then chops him and of course it hurts a ton he gets the upper hand then with a lariat but again like before he isn't satisfied with just pinning him like that because no no you just the whole match now this now at this point you become obnoxious that I'm he's just going to hurt him now <laughs> so he puts James in a guillotine yikes but um. There's is this I'm just remembering now the spot as I'm reading it. So James is able to counter not by technical wrestling. No, he just picks Bonner up and then dumps both of them out of the outside through the middle rope, still holding him. So the two of them just like both tumble out of the ring. Okay. Looked very scary. <laughs> yeah, it looked bad. scary. It looked like rough, and I was like, okay, they're fine. Then comes the spot that looked like that. Just I'll describe it for you. All right. James does two suicide dives on Bonner because he wants to keep up the offense after he's just stopped Bonner from dominating him this whole match, right? Fair. He then goes through, runs to the rope, and he flips over the top rope the third time. Except Bonner didn't catch him, so he just lands back first onto the outside. I visibly cringed at this because I got flashbacks to when Kofi Kingston did something similar to this at their one of their Saudi Arabia shows, and I had the same reaction of, oh, God! I hope he's okay. He was, by the way, in case you're wondering. Thank goodness. So, eventually, (laughs) he's like, so James is reasonably hurt by this, and he's crawling around the outside. Bonner, I think, is like beating him up, and he gets him onto the rope, right? No, on the rope. He gets him up by the turnbuckle, so he's got his back to the pole. Mm. And Bonner goes to actually super kick him, but he gets out of the way, so he super kicks the pole. So as he's holding his foot, like, ow, fuck. James just kind of shoves him into the crowd <laughs> and tries to go for a count-out victory because, you fuck know, it, you can't he, knock him out. Win by any means necessary. Exactly. Uh, so then Bonner eventually crawls himself back to the ring and he double stomps him on the ba- on his back as well and he tries to pin him off that, but it doesn't work either. Mm-hmm. And now with Bonner on his knees, he James then loudly announces, I'm going to knock you out now. <laughs> Here we go. Fo- I'm going to do it. He then forearms him twice in the face two really heavy shots and to counter this what happens is james is getting two shots and then decides all right i'm gonna do a running for him i'm pretty sure and as he runs get a running start bonner turns around and does a spitting heel kick to the back of his neck as he runs at him and then hits him with a massive powerbomb followed by an elbow off the top rope for the win nice I like the MMA. Overall, I like the old school, the, like the the old MMA fighter getting away with an elbow drop off the top rope. Yes, such and such like he was, such not a thing. Like at that after the match, he was like flexing to the crowd. He was like, "Yeah, I think he had like a, a promo after the crowd said how much he was very appreciative of people being there and how much he loved this type of war, of wrestling, how fun it is, and how he wants to really keep improving." Mm-hmm. It was really wholesome, and uh, the space I can describe this match is that both guys really tried their best in this match. And, like, I won't lie. Both guys I didn't tried s- their best. The rest of this just match sounds, was just bit- sounds so, like... Like, it, you may, when you say both guys tried their best, it makes it sound like the match wasn't good, and it was just like, both guys did their best. You gotta give false. them an A for effort. I am only saying that because... 
there in this match, the wrestling was a bit clunky at times, and the two didn't have as much chemistry as I would have liked. Specific, there's like a bunch of like spots where I was like, eh, like, all right, that didn't work as well as I thought. You mean like where Senton he didn't spot get also. caught and just fell? That too, yes. And that kind of like took away a little bit of my enjoyment of this match, just a little bit. Fair. James took a lot of punishment, if you can't tell from this match, and Sounds I have to like give him it. props for it because it made Bonner look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. He looks so strong in this. Loved it. Nice. I prop to Bonner as well because, damn, he did. I, like I said, he did the best he could in this in the ring, which is all I can ask for. Both of them did. <laughs> they did their best. So for this match, I'm gonna give it a meh. Okay. It's a good match, not bad at all, and I honestly would like to see more of these two in the future. Just like I said, some of the some of the it was a bit clunky, and for my taste, it was a bit one sided. Like James didn't get a ton of offense in, and Bonner got a lot in. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's fine. Yeah. Can't always be uh, equally matched. Fair enough. And it also makes sense that the chicken shit heel gets his ass handed to him by a UFC Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Definitely definitely makes makes perfect sense. (laughs) Wrestling, where logic (laughs) totally applies all the time. Totally. 100%. Every time. Never. It never doesn't. Never goofy at all. Always makes perfect sense. Never goofy. Not even a little bit. Anyway. (laughs) Let's... (laughs) Let's let's get into the after that. Let's get into the match uh, we both watched this week. We yes. took a look at a match from AAW Pro Wrestling. We got F- ACH yeah. taking on Fred Yehi. Yes, this match was recommended to us by Ryan from the Hit the Books podcast. Yeah, Watch that. Uh, yeah, awesome. Ryan Ryan from Hit the Books. Go check that out every Friday here on the Countout Network. He said this match was amazing. So yeah, I, I have a. I, I have, like, a mix. If any of you that have listened, he I have, like, said, a mixed... He said, quote, it's a must-see match. Yes. And I have a mixed taste in wrestling where I'm, like, a half of what Mikey here has, which is I like my goofy wrestling. But I also love my hard-hitting stuff, so I was like, oh, boy, I'm like, this is going to be a big... It's going to be good. We discussed this at The Collective. I don't know if we discussed it on the podcast, but you are, like, the perfect middle of me and Ryan in terms yes, of what you like in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh... And it's kind of crazy how well it works out because Ryan is very much on like the technical. He likes technical wrestling. He likes the groundwork. He likes the the the, some, the so submissions, the reversals. He likes when guys get nitty gritty, down and dirty, and mm-hmm. just and just try to tap each other out. Me on the other hand, I am a, I am one hundred percent a spot monkey. I love the moments. I love the big spots. I love the OMG moments. I love a good story. I love. A lot of comedy. I'm a very big. I'm very big on comedy wrestling. I love comedy. I love comedy matches. I love That's laughing. Definitely one thing. I love when a match makes me laugh. I think it's. I think it's one of the best things in the world when a match makes me laugh. Um, but yeah. So me and Ryan are like polar opposites in terms of what we like and when it comes to wrestling. And Zach is very good. Is a very sorry. There's a fly. And Zach is a very good in between of me and Ryan. Zach, you want to? You know what? You can talk for yourself. <laughs> of course, I. Love my big. If you've listened to more than one episode of this, you know that I love me some meaty ass wrestling, like striking, just technical ass match. I love it. I can't get enough of it. But for me, I also like when wrestling leans into its goofy side of it, its entertainment side of it. I love when, like, you can very much tell that they're really leaning into it, having a good time. And it's just a fun time all around. I can't, like, for example, here, Jervis is a wrestler that I did not know about. And I love how much he leans into his gimmick. Of being the nicest man in the world. I love matches like... I, commitment is important. Just, 
Commitment is very important. I just like I like a bit of both. I love my meaty wrestling, but I also like my fun, ma- my funny matches too. And like I don't mind when stuff is like spot heavy or like gimmick heavy. I don't mind it too much. Yeah, it's good. I enjoy myself. All right, so let's let's talk about what did you think of this match? I take it on Fred Yehi. This match. This match was very good. These so two, both context. of these, both of these two. When I say they brought it, they brought yeah, they it. Did. Like this match <laughs> was very, very good. There was lots of technical yes. wrestling. There was lots of big sequences in this match. These, but there was also a story told here too, which I also yes. really liked. Yes. Um. Do you wanna you wanna go so, into that real quick? Yeah. Okay. So this was ACH's return match to AAW since leaving for WWE, and this is his first match. And yeah, yeah, hi. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, I think it, I think yeah, I think yeah. the, I think the the commentator was saying Yehai. Yeah. So he Yehai wanted to just stop ACH's momentum right in his tracks in this match, and you could tell right from the get go this man had no love, no respect, just pure hatred and disrespect for for ACH entirely, mm-hmm. which really helps because ACH is like this likable guy that you want to see win, and Yehai is just being a complete asshole to him whenever he can, mm-hmm. and it's great. So, like, here's just an example. So, ACH puts out a hand to Yehai. Yehai denies it. Puts it out a second time. Yehai denied it. But this time, he pretends he's going to shake it, only for him to ter- try to turn it into an arm bar on him. It's just like, oh, okay, we're just going to try to break the man's arm off of a handshake. Okay. Let's see where we're going here. This is what I like. like this. I like this. I like this. I like this hatred you show. Because, like, it does the natural thing. It'll I want to see the already. face win now. I already want to see the face win and beat you. So, like, a lot of this match is chain wrestling yes like the beginning is like a bit of chain wrestling with ach being on top and yehai being unable to get out which is like a common as we as we just said not my favorite (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly and like yehai has to like claw at ach's eyes or he has to use the ropes to like get an opportunity to then actually hurt ach and the first offense he gets in is this chop on ach that is just thunderous like oh this shit God, had yeah. an echo when he hit ach's chest i was like that was sorry real quick flashback to what we just talked about with robbie eagles versus zsj they also mm-hmm. had some wild chops in that match i love me a good chop bro it Big, felt meaty chop yo you got when you watch when you watch that match you it it's whew, they like cave each wait. other's chests in buddy <laughs> anyway i'm sorry oh, sorry wait. to interrupt again go ahead okay so similar to them before ACH kind of receives the favor because Yehai gets the advantage off of the chop and it gets him an ACH in a headlock again. But this time ACH is actually able to do the same thing where he gets him gets off the ground and Yehai goes to the ropes again. But ACH actually gets the, a payback this time by delivering his own chop, which I liked because it showed like how both of the guys need to get the rope. How Yehai kept relying on the ropes, but this time ACH was smart and got his payback by being like, no, 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 you're not going to just use the ropes again. I'll just chop you in the chest this time. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Like, I just love how, like, you could tell that, like, these two guys really thought this match out. Yeah. Like, every time, like, ACH is doing, like, net, is, like, doing, like, honorable, like, wrestling. Like, he's, like, doing, like, just normal pins, normal stuff. Whereas Yehai keeps grabbing at his ears, grabbing at his face, just doing every nasty, disrespectful thing he could do to him to get the upper hand, he does. Yes. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, then Then we get to the part... For me, sorry for cutting you off. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say, uh, Yehai also had a very like we were talking about unique move sets earlier. I think Yehai had a very unique move set, very, very a lot of new moves I've never seen before. Um, and these mm-hmm. two both 
when I say kick the crap out of each other, I mean literally kick the crap out of each other. Oh, These yeah. These two both have very yeah. educated feet. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of educated feet, the part of the match that really got me into it was an ACH after, yeah, I got started to take control again. He finally got some offense in where he did some meaty strikes, which I only describe as meaty strikes because there was a lot. Yeah. Followed by a springboard backflip into a drop kick, followed up by a punt kick on the outside of from the apron. Yeah. At that point, I was like, oh, baby, we're in for a fucking match this time. We're breaking that out, and we're only like five or ten minutes, five minutes into this match. We're in for a ride, baby. Damn straight. <laughs> there was actually a really cool uh, spot I actually want to say when they, because uh, the two of them go to the outside of this match, where like ACH has his face against the steel barricade. And Yehai uses the apron and his height to actually grind ACH's Ugh. face into there before then delivering a stomp from the apron onto ACH's arm. So he starts working his arm in this match, yeah. and I was like, that was really creative, and I actually... That, like, spot, Fuck yeah. that spot made me cringe. That, that's why, that's like, why I'm bringing up the unique moveset, like the thing, like things mm-hmm. I haven't seen before, you know, like that. Exactly. It was definitely very, oh, very cool. I also loved here where, like, Yehai then starts doing, like, really cheap tactics just to punish ACH. Like, just, like, grabbing at his eyes. Like, and it's on the outside, so the ref can't do anything to stop him besides count him out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, I'm like, that's smart. I'm like, I like that. <sighs> and then I, uh, again, ACH gets on the apron, like, right after this. And then Yehai grabs his ears, but ACH actually hangs him up on the top rope. And you think to yourself, oh, yeah, he's going to get it. No, Yehai just bounces back immediately and just drop kicks him through the middle and bottom rope into the barricade and i was like that's that was so smooth that's that's unfair you can't do that smooth. you can't stop being so smooth stop it which i have to say the every single bit of wrestling this match was smooth yeah this match was this match was silk loved silky it. smooth uh. match this match was great these two were these two look like they've the the chemistry these two had it looked like they've been wrestling each other for like 20 years Oh yeah, it was uh, it was like, very good. I can't even like like I just I gotta give it to Yehai again like like literally like the next part of this match is a lot where Yehai starts to grind ACH down with a lot of hold submissions like a scissor like I think it's like he's using both his legs to crush it is like chest mm-hmm. transitioning down to an arm bar and like the whole time if you watch you can just see Yehai has this like this grin on his face that he's just having so much fun tearing apart ACH while ACH is just just not having a good time. No. One one of my favorite parts of the match was towards the end, uh, mm-hmm. where they just all of a sudden just like it turned it went from a wrestling match to like a boxing match. Yeah, it was one yeah. of those one of those awesome hockey fight moments that I love. Uh, oh, but, so good! But then Yehai pulled the Mike Tyson. Yeah, on ACH and started oh, and started biting his ear. Oh my god! Yeah. So if we're gonna go to that, I have to say, this is. So basically, how this led up to was the two of them knocked each other down to the ground. Like they were like, they were literally like had to like grab each other to get up because the two of them were running on fumes at this point. And they just started having the classic hockey fight, like Mike you said. I love, I love it when they do that. That's one of my favorite things. I, I, I say it, it's I say so it every good. time. I know, but if I know the hockey it's... fight's one of my favorites. Just when they just start punching the shit out of each other. And I was like, there's like mm. no more moves left to do, and it's like, all right, fine, put up your exactly. dukes. <laughs> and like, yeah. So it's another cool detail. Again, I I love these two's wrestling, but yeah, I just 
brought so much for me. He's like, the two that are fighting, and he actually put his arms up to block ACH's strike. So I was like, holy that shit! Was, I'm like, he actually that thought was very that cool. That, that's what made me. That's what made it feel. That's why I said boxing match instead of hockey fight because that's because the way the call. way he was like like cover the way Yehai was like covering the punches and like blocking his head. It looked like a boxer, mm-hmm. like like blocking punches. Yep, uh, which I thought was really and, neat. Uh, so as Mikey said, after eventually, eventually Yehai bites ACH's ear. So the ref goes to check on him. And ACH is kind of like, get, oh, get off me, I got this. Only for Yehai to flatline him and then put him in his finisher, which is a Koji clutch. Yeah. Which looks nasty. I forgot what a Koji clutch looked like until he did that. I was like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. And then I love how as he's holding him in it, he just starts stomping on his face oh, repeatedly yeah. no, until he yeah. finally Was it stomping out. or was he just hitting elbows on him? It was something I like that. I can't remember. I think I think he was hitting. I think he was hitting him with a bunch. I think yeah. he was just like elbowing him. Yeah, he was elbowing him in the face until he finally <laughs> tapped out. And I was actually surprised. So I thought ACH was going to win. His commentary was bigging up. How this is his big return. Eddie fucking lost. Yeah, I I think it was a. I think I think it was. It's perfect. I think the. I think Yehai winning I, here was great. It was ACH like, it coming. Us- ACH coming back, being this big, big, huge name versus Fred Yehai. A guy I have never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Same. Seeing Fred Yehai get the win over ACH in this match really made me be like, "Oh dang, who's this kid?" You know, mm-hmm. like it gave you. I, I think it was. I think it was perfect. I think it was a perfect show for both of them. Yehai gets a big win. ACH looks like a champ because he he also did amazing in this match. Exactly. And I also love how it also the story of like how Yehai really won this one. Like he literally pulled out every dirty trick in the book mm-hmm. he could to win. And that ambition got him the win. Like ACH played by the rules the whole match. There's not a single point when he like gray area did. Mm-hmm. There was even a point where Yehai was actually on his knees begging for him to stop and ACH did the little like the no 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 not today. Like and I love that because I hate when faces think oh they're gonna change only for them to get their ass kicked immediately afterwards it's like yeah. bruh oh no are you okay are you injured oh no i've got rolled up <laughs> it's like bruh yeah but, you know it's, it's i like that he didn't fall into great. the trap yeah mm-hmm. it had an unexpected finish like i said i can't give how much these guys thought this match was so well wrestled so smartly booked great story i fucking give this match a mark out yeah easily yeah when ryan said it was a must see he was not lying this match is a must see definitely a mark out these two kicked the crap out of each other these two put it all out there and it's a mark out match it's so so good uh go check it out when you can ach versus fred yehai from aaw pro free on youtube just like all of our matches so go uh, check it out when you can Whew. Whew. all right well zach we reviewed the we reviewed our five matches this week which brings us to the double down where, where we take a look, where we take a look at some matches from last week through the perspective of each other. Uh, I'm watching one of Zach's matches that he watched last week, and Zach is watching one of my matches from last week. Zach, yes, who started in the double down last week? Um, I want to say, hmm, let me see which match you gave me on though. I believe it was you that started first. All right, so why don't you kick us off on wrong. this uh, double down? All right. Hopefully I remember this next week that I started this off. You gave me Candy Floss versus TK Cooper. Yes, from Riptide Wrestling. Yes, and if I recall, you gave this match a high meh or a mark out. I don't remember which one, but you were very high on this match. Yes, I'm very, I like this match a lot. So I'll say right off the bat, 
Candy's technical prowess of this match was you were not kidding when you bigged up her technicality. This match, she was great. Oh yeah, she's awesome. I love that. Side note, I loved how TK's promo factored into the match of him being like, "You're pigeonholing me as power, but I am one of the most athletic people in Riptide." And it and actually played it. into how later in the match he was like, "Bitch, let me throw some flippy shit at you <laughs> and show you that I'm not just power." Bitch, here comes the lucha. Exactly, and I loved that that played off of it. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to go as far into this match, but I will say some spots that I really liked was a like Candy's off the top rope backstabber looked awesome as hell. Yeah, loved it. It was nice to see something that I would have a creative wrestler doing a wrestling game do in real life feasibly. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the match really picked up in my opinion once TK, as I said, started doing his flippy shit. Specifically, the corkscrew flip on her while she was on the ropes, which he had no right to be able to do as fast as he did. From the second rope, right? Bullshit. Then like he, he like, does a shooting the star. Way, the way he did that was so so quick and so smooth and so just, like, lackadaisical. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I just did that. Exactly. Like, he made it look so he easy. casually gets backflip, which Candy counters, and then he's like, you know what? Fuck you. Shooting star afterwards. And I was like, what? I was like, okay. Yeah. It gets wild. I was you. I loved the Spanish fly off the top, and it definitely warranted the three slow mo shots that it got as a result. Yeah. Oh my god, the I forgot about that. Me. I forgot about the replays. <laughs> yep. The the uh, kick out also caught me by surprise because I forgot what the match's finish was for a hot second. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And um, I also really, really enjoyed how a Candy kicked out of the uh, the crunchy that TK did at her. Um, at one, yeah, like the kick out at one, because that also popped. Because I was like, the, oh. dude, that popped the crowd too. That popped me. Was, that was so damn. awesome. I was like, all right. And then I really liked that TK then won the match by the headbutt into the brainbuster, just because it was just executed well. Like the headbutt looked disgusting. Yeah. And then he just dropped her on her head, and I was like, I was like, fair, fair finish. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, getting dropped on your head is gonna is gonna lose you a lot of matches. <laughs> Probably dropping someone uh, on their head is a good way to finish a match. Usually, I think for this match, I'm going to give it a high meh. A high meh. Me. Okay. Just because, if I recall correctly, because I have it written down here as a meh, the match doesn't get as quickly started as I was hoping it would. Like it takes a bit to get into it, mm-hmm. and like once the flippy stuff happens, like it really gets into it, and I'm like, oh shit. We got a, we got some shit in here that I'm ready to go, and that's I think that's why it gets the high because like it's kind of similar to your thing. Like once TK started doing like his high flying shit, the match kind of kicks in to another drive, and I was like, all right, yeah, I was like all right, fuck, I, I'm like I'm in for this, but like it didn't give me that the like we say on here that wow feeling afterwards of like a mark out of like yeah, oh that, like, shit that like stunned like whoa mm, didn't give me that unfortunately, but still. Ama- really good wrestling by Candy and TK. I was very much a fan of both of their, both of their work in this match. Yeah, I Again. I love this match. I thought it was just very good. Good, good ass match. Mm-hmm. I've, I forgot. Now, what did I give you? You gave you gave me Ace Romero versus AR Fox and a fans bring the weapons match. <laughs> this fucking from match. I think it was from Limitless Wrestling, if I remember correctly. Correct. Um, I have it written down. My. My first note for this match, literally written down, just says, <laughs> these weapons rule. 
Yes. <laughs> it was like there, there was a pineapple, like a tennis racket. There was a box fan, like <laughs> bottle of water from like an office yeah. pump, from an office building. Yeah, it was just there. such good. It was just so funny to see what people brought to, with them to this exactly to this match. Um, this match starts off. It, it listen. It's it's hard hitting. It's just a hardcore. It ends up turning into like very deathmatch territory. Like, yeah, like it does. Ar Fox looks like he he almost got busted open the hard way like early when he got just slammed with that box fan. Yeah, bro, that was the Probably. first spot in this match that made me just go like, ooh. Yeah, when, box Ace, fan. when Ace Romero just like took the box fan and went whap, oh. <laughs> right over yeah, shit. Ace, right over Ar Fox's mm. head. Jesus. I think for me it was when uh, Ace Romero threw the chair at his face and he fell into the glass and I was like, "Oh, it's like no! Yeah, why would you do that to yourself?" Or the 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 swanton he did to Ace on the chairs with the two I chairs stacked on top of him. I will say it once, I'll say it again. That man swanton defies. He went all across like forms. the entire ring. <laughs> he it defies the laws of nature. Fox just like Fox just like what what just went. Oh yeah, gravity. That's cool. Anyway, turn that off for a second so I can just jump mm-hmm. on this man. Exactly. Uh, oh man, yeah, that was wild. And then the <laughs> one of my favorite like low key moments in this match was when they were hitting each other with the serving trays over the dome. <laughs> and then Ace grabs yeah. a kendo stick, and then Fox tries to block the kendo stick with the serving tray, and just gets knocked I, uh... out by both of them and hitting him at once. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's when I when you see the bloods on the kendo stick wherever they hit each other because the two of them are bleeding so much at this point. It's like bloody kendo stick, yay! yeah, 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 bloody kendo stick. Uh, Fox, like you said, Fox getting the chairs just winked at his head, like oh, <laughs> just like he's trying to go for some high flying move, and he's just like, nope. Yep, like I said, Romero tries to like brain him. He dies like, ha ha! I, I was smart, and then he just chucks it. At I him. like, I like how in wrestling nobody does chair shots to the head anymore, but they're super cool with just throwing it at somebody's head. Exactly. It's like you. That is a dangerous game you are playing there, my friend. <laughs> uh, the belly, be- the belly to belly from Ace from Air Fox onto the folded out chair was really good. Hmm. Uh. Then, then, uh, when. Ace goes under the ring to like, or goes outside of the ring to start grabbing weapons from around. And he grabs a crown royal bag, and you think it's gonna be something super intense, like it's gonna be like tax or like something yeah. scary. And then he pours it out, and it's just a bunch of gummy bears. I I literally love how his expression is the same as everyone watching. Of like the fuck, <laughs> yeah. He poured what it. Is this? He, he was like so excited, like it was gonna be like tax or something. And he just pours it out, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Like he's like, "What? Who brought?" Why is there? All right, and he just like goes with it. All right, gonna fucking just pour those out. And then, and then he, he grabs a box of Legos. Like, All right, <laughs> dumps like, that out too, fun? right on top of the gummy bears. And then he grabs the fucking... bottle caps, dumps those out. I feel like bottle the bottle caps. caps, low key, probably hurt a lot, right? Oh, I, I was I was actually thinking that when I watched it, I was like, I feel like that'll hurt the worst, even though the Legos. Suck. I don't know, like, that's man. Gonna... Legos though. <laughs> Legos are terrible, but like bottle caps are sharp too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, bo- like, like the bottle, the bottle caps have like those sharp edges in there. Like, like you can, like those can mess you up, dude. Like, I'm like that probably that probably sucked. <laughs> and yet they both decide they wanted to just fall into it. Yeah. Um. And then, and then Ace was like getting on the top rope for something, 
and like Fox fought him off, and he grabbed like a comically large hammer. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like he grabbed and like just... it looked it looked like a hammer someone made for like a cosplay or something. Like it was so big, yeah, for like no reason. He's just like bonk. Oh, and he hits it too. It's like a plastic. It looks like sound if, if you're you if fake. you're a, if you're a comic book fan, it looks like that hammer Harley Quinn has, like with like the big end on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> And literally, literally, like, when he hit him, the only thing I think of was just, like, bonk. <laughs> that that was just, like, it was, like, really intense, and these two were, like, killing each other, falling into broken glass. And then that one moment made me just be, just completely, it was just, like, so funny, just out of nowhere. And it got me so good. I remember I had to pause the match because I was just, like, laughing so hard. Just, cause, just to see this giant, like, rubber hammer come out of nowhere and just donk him on the head it was just so funny to me so ridiculous because they're at this point there's like glass yeah in the that's ring. what i'm saying it's been such like a hardcore intense match up to this point but then it's just like bonk <laughs> uh, the oh, man. anyway 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 back to some great more crazy spots of this match ace doing the uh cannonball and then fox moving out of the way through the light tubes oh that yeah was oh. wild uh, yeah, and then the finish, God, the that. finishing spot with the light tubes on the table, off the top rope, and Ace getting Ace getting the pin on AR Fox, the one two three, and winning the match. This match was awesome. It was just fun. Like I said, it was like that super was... hardcore and super like intense. And then that one hammer spot just broke me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I oh, I like this God. match. Uh, I gave it a mark out. I really liked it. I had a good time watching it. I had a feeling that you would also like yeah, it. Yeah, I had a really great time watching it. It was super fun. Uh, these two absolutely just, just beat each other with literally everything they could have beat each other with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... And it was awesome. Good match. Yeah, very good match. Well, that about brings us to the end of this episode of Independent Waters. Now that we finished uh, all of our matches, we finished the double down. Uh, that just leaves us with all of the plugs at the end. Remember, uh, remember to go subscribe to this podcast wherever you can get your whatever wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe so you can download episodes and listen to us all the time. And go leave a review on iTunes, six stars or more, five, five or six stars, please. It always helps a growing. Yeah, podcast. always helps a growing podcast. We those five star reviews really help bump us to the top, get more eyes on us, and we can get bigger and better and. And it'll it'll be just awesome to it, it would be awesome if you guys did that. Uh, we would really really appreciate it. We love that you're listening. Uh, so go do that and go check out hit the books every Friday here on the Count Out Wrestling Network, uh, where me and Ryan Knightsey book our own version of SmackDown and Raw. We just started a brand new season uh, with brand new rosters. So go check that out every Friday wherever you can get your podcasts. And uh, go check out our YouTube channel, Count Out Podcast, where we upload video versions of all the podcasts. And we have a uh, little helpful guide for the draft or hit the books. And we have me, Zach, and Ryan's trip to the uh, to the collective vlogged on there. And we have some commentary stuff from from Two K Games. So mm-hmm. whatever whatever you whatever you like, it's probably over on our YouTube channel. So go check that out. Go subscribe there as well. And if you want to learn any more about all the podcasts on the Count Out Wrestling Network, go check out CountOutPod.com where you can find everything that has to do with the podcasts. 
we we host here on the show and a little bit about do with us and you know we have written history of hit the books and blah 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 there's everything you could ever want to know about our podcast is on that website so go check that out mm. and don't forget every monday to go check it, every other monday go check out ryan knight's show uh g1 and only where he reviews where he where he he talks about uh wrestlers who only competed in the g1 supercard one singular time and one time only and a big boy episode just came out as he likes to call it with six different wrestlers i believe uh yes. so go uh, it might be eight six or eight eight either way it's a lot go check that big out. boy episode yeah big boy episode go check that out he's very proud of it it's a very awesome podcast uh he put a lot of a lot a lot of work into it you could tell he his heart is all in that is in that podcast so go check that out give him some love over there um yeah, and go follow us on Twitter at at CountUpPod, where you can just see our thoughts on wrestling and the world in general every day. Uh, we like to tweet, interact with fans, so go go check us out over there. Hit us up, uh, you know, just go hang out and go. Uh, yeah, you know, just chill over on Twitter. And Good uh, time. I believe Good all that brings us to the end of the plug. Zach, you got anything, bud? Still nothing. Still nothing from Zach, but we'll get him one day. Uh, well. We came back with a whole new handful of matches for you to watch from the Independent Sea. Uh, and always remember, there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.